Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for starting that, Shalayak Rock. I appreciate that. I am not at the software yet. Please forgive me. Somebody say something so I know I'm not on your own. Um, no. So very much of love lay undiscovered. So much of love gets lost in what we say. We duck our heads, we're running hard for cover Losing all these pieces on the way Down the road we're searching for a reason But we best leave reason well enough alone Trying to figure out just why in all these moments sliding by We are still drifting far away from home It's a rare and blessed thing to find your spirit Or to be precise when spirit it finds you Life's truths, they are laid bare, no need to fear it Everything is right no matter what you do Your heart it finds its way and fills with laughter As the healing starts within and stretches wide You can't help but smile a mile Filled up with happy ever after Lifted by life so satisfied Our heads with wonder. Love this grand is sweet beyond belief. So I shake my head and I pinch myself and ponder. If we can stay this open wide and love so free, you have become my blooming passion flower. Oh, my bed is big enough for two It's as plain as day to me We are drifting destiny And the words that say it best are I love you It's as plain as day to me We are drifting destiny And the words that say it best are I love you
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yami, would you be willing to come in and pray clear the line this morning as we kick off this new week so we can get this thing All right, hallelujah, thank you. It is my pleasure to be on this line because I am in agreement with Yah's kind of government, and I am a person after Yah's heart. So, Father, as we begin this morning with Thanksgiving, knowing that your plan is always good and that there is nothing impossible in your kind of world that you created, that when we are connected to you, we have the power plug in and we are able to go out and take the country and possess the land from Jordan to the sea. Though the giants may be there, our ways not hindered because you have given us the championship because you're our champion. And we trust in you. So we say that there is a place that Satan has to be. And it's not in our life. Because um, Yah is in charge. And, and his knees shall bow. And his tongue will confess that you are the one and only true Elohim because he's not called to be worshipped. But to, but his call was to worship you, and he missed it. And he wanted to be worshipped. So he fell, Father, and therefore his destiny was, um, was decided by his choice. And, Father, today we know that we are in this land by your commission and we have given special um, assignments that we are so grateful that you let us experience. You give us what everything we need to accomplish our part and you do your part, and so shall it be. For all of us know that we belong to you. We know that you have already conquered the enemy. So as we um, go forth this morning, let us accomplish all the things you have planned and um, let us magnify you and let others see and be drawn to you because you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. Therefore, take over in this service this morning and allow us to um, do our part. Amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. So appreciated. Again, this is Scribe, and it is another beautiful day. We got some rain yesterday, but the rain is good. Uh, we need that, so I'm thankful. and just glad it didn't come down while I was on the bike. Um, looking forward to a full day of you know, just spending time in Spending time in the Word, getting things back to normal after Life Fest, um, and getting back to business, both of the kingdom and, well, obviously it's all of the kingdom, but you know, I am I am grateful for Yah's purposing me to be His. I'm thankful for the vehicles that I have. I'm thankful for for um, I'm thankful for the life I have. There is nothing that I can really complain about. Yah is taking care of me. Um, I'm just I'm grateful and in awe of all that He does. Um, I just pray that you know the lives that are represented on this line begin to know, to understand, and to be able to see and perceive what that, po- what that power, what that authority, what that love actually looks and feels like. So that we can see through these little nagging, nitpicky things that, you know, seem to weigh us down that is actually more of a we let them weigh us down and keep us down when actually as you know, as Rock says so many times, it's just a you know it's just a fly on our shoulder, nothing more than that. And we let it get you know, we let it get to us, we let it you know, get us all bent out of shape and then uh you know, most of us don't apply the the wisdom or the shahma to minimize the impact. I know for myself I've allowed it to ruin my day on you know on several occasions. And we can't do that. That that's not that's not wise living, that's not smart behavior, that's definitely not operating in Shachma or where Yah wants us to be. That would effectively be operating in the yucca flesh. And that's not where we want to be. So hallelujah. Oh, that truck moved over. That's what it was. Okay, I apologize. I am driving now, and, uh, you know, there was a semi in front of a GMC that... Anyway. So I just I just pray that any and all concerns of this world would be met head on that any and all forces of darkness that try to come against those on the line would be dealt with because we have the power and authority to do all things through Yeshua because we know he is our strength. So, hallelujah. With that, I am going to pass it back to Rock if he could just... Uh, 
start something for us. And then when that is over, if Yami could come in with her uh, teaching, please. I am going to mute myself. Do I have the doubt that kept my forefathers out? Can I make it past the curse? Will my heart be sure when I stand at the door? Will I need my eyes to
touch my eyes that I may cry And let my tears fall at your feet Oh Lord, break my heart so I will start To trust you and Good morning. This morning, like Scribe has said, we are getting back into the flow of life regular. And I am thinking about a little song that came to me as a child. As I Well, maybe it was in my teens when I first heard it. And it's just a cute little one. I I was teaching Sunday school, and so I was always around the children's song. And it goes, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle. And we're doing, while we're singing this, we're doing the some exercise to um, keep the, the flow of energy in youth so that we don't wander around being silly. Well, here is my handle, and here is my sprout. Just tip me over and pour me out. And I think that that's telling me that I am a vessel of honor that his love can can flow through and that um, children can learn that and children can um, let the Ruhat flow through them and they can be used in a mighty way in, God, in Yah's kingdom and in um, his uh, way honoring and respecting the Ruhak that is given to whosoever will. 
And is, isn't age just the number of years we've been on earth? And what our experiences and what we decide to do is is um, mixed up in our our um, expectations of our Creator. And as we learn that He is all the essence of love, then we start to feel comfortable and trust and obey Him. Well, we were in Samuel when we we um, went to left to spend our time at LifeBest, which was a great experience. Um, in chapter eight, we were was um, was learning that um, our our Samuel um, judged Israel all the days of his life at the end of seven. Um, and he went from year to year, even to Bethel and Gilah and Mizpah, and judged Israel in all their plans. And he returned to Ramah, for his home was there. And there he judged Israel, and he built an altar to Yahweh, hallelujah. So Samuel was old, and um, we were, it was time for him to go on to um, a more experience. And um, all the elders gathered and came to Samuel to Ramah. In Ram. And they said to him, Behold, you have become old. Somebody's not muted. It sounds like it might be Marissa. No, I'm muted. It's probably me because I just came in. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Yami. That's fine. And who's me? <laughs> Not to embarrass yeah. you, but Jenna is Jennifer. Thank you for um, coming online. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so we've been looking at um, Samuel now, and and at the end of seven and into the eighth, uh, Samuel had, you know. Is getting old and and realized his sons did not do their work. Um, they were carried away after their own lust for this season, and it was getting time for Samuel to move on and for there to become um, a new prophet, a new. Um, leader, you know, a new person to prophesy and judge and give answers to the population, because at that time, people were led 
by um, a prophet to keep them in unity and in one page. Uh, It seems like that system, though it was true and an honest system, because of the addition of, of our own lust, people didn't like it. So as we get further in the chapter where we find out that the people were not happy without that man, a human, to lead them. And Yah um, told the prophet to go ahead and rebuke, protest. He says in 8 9, it says, um, according to 8 9, and now listen to their voice. Only protesting, you shall protest to them and shall declare to them the privilege of the king who shall reign over them. So he's given them what they want. But he said, in that, then you have to be ruled under a king, and there's a lot of things you have to submit and to let that king rule over them. And uh, the 22nd verse of chapter 8, he said, And Yahweh said to Samuel, Samuel, listen to their voice, and you shall cause the king to reign over them. And Samuel said to the men of Israel, each of you go to his city. And in chapter 9, there was a man of Benjamin, and his name was Cush, and the son of Ab- Abel, and, um, and the son of Zero, um, the son of um, Bacchus, and the son of Alphia, and the man of Benjamin, a mighty warrior. He had a young and handsome son, and his name was Saul. And there was not a man among them, the son of the sons of Israel, more handsome than he, being taller than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. And the donkeys of Cush, Saul's father, was lost. And Cush sent to his son Saul, said, Please take with you one of the young men and rise up and go seek the donkey. So he's doing that. And, um, and, you know, they just, then a few verses talk about him hunting for them donkeys. And, um, and then we, we go down to where the 
where someone informed him um, in verse 12 that they replied to them and said, he is the, he is before you. Um, Hurry now to go. He will come to your city for the people have sacrificed in the high places. So he is seeking the man who can tell him where his donkeys are. Okay, in 13, um, as you go into the city, so you shall find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he comes, for he shall baruch the sacrifice. Afterwards, they who are called will eat. And now go up, for this day you will find him. And they went up to the city. They were coming into the middle of the city, and behold, Samuel was um, coming out to meet them, to go up to the high place. And, And Yahweh revealed in Samuel's ear one day before Saul came, saying, At this time tomorrow I will send to you a man out of the land of Benjamin, Mayan, and I and you shall anoint him for the leader over the people Israel, and he shall save my people out of the hand of the Philistines, for I have seen my people, for his cry has come to my ear. When Samuel saw, saw. Then Yahweh asked him, answered him, Behold, the man of whom I speak to you, this one shall rule over my people. And saw drew near to Samuel amidst the gate and said, Please tell me where is the seer's house? And Samuel answered, Saul and said, I'm the seer, go up before me into the high place and you shall eat with me today and I will send you away in the morning and all that is in your heart I will declare to you. And as to the donkey, where were lost to you Three days ago, do not set your heart on them, for they have been found. And to whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not to you and to all the house of your father? And Saul answered and said, I am not a Benjamite of the smallest. I am not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel. And my family is the least of all the families of 
the tribe of Benjamin, and why have you spoken to me according to this? And Samuel said to Saul and his young man and brought them into the room and gave to them a piece of the head of the invited in one, and they were about 30 men. And Samuel said to the cook, give them a portion. So, in other words, they were were fed. And um, and they got the word to just relax because the donkeys are okay. But there was a much higher purpose for um, Saul to be the one sent to find the donkeys. Because this was the um, the the one that was to be the king, the new king. Um, and they were going down to the edge of the city. And Samuel said to Saul, and we're, we're reading in nine twenty seven and twenty six. Um, they were going. Well, 27, they were going down to the edge of the city. And Samuel said to Saul, say to your young man that he should pass on before us and cross over. And you stand still at this time. And I will cause you to hear the words of Elohim. And Samuel took the flash of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, is it not because Yahweh has anointed you for a leader over his inheritance and you um, go from me today, even you will find two men of Rebecca, by Rebecca's tomb in the border of um, Zeph, Zeph, and they will say to you that the she-donkeys that you went to seek have been found. And behold, your father has le- left off the matter of the she-donkeys and is anxious for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? And you will go on from there even further. And you will come to the great tree of Tamar. And you shall find three men going up to Elohim at Bethel. One carrying three kids. And one carrying three loaves of bread. And one carrying a skin of wine. And they will ask you of your welfare and give to you two loaves of bread. And you will take them from their hands. Afterwards, you will come to the hill of Elohim where there is a fort of of the Philistines. And it shall happen. As you come there to the city, even you 
will meet a band of prophets going down from the high places, and before them will be a harp and a tambourine and a, a flute and a lyre, and they will be prophesying, and the spirit of Yah will be powerful on you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be turned into another man. And we'll talk about that change um, tomorrow, but just for today, we want to pray and put our mind on how Yah let the people have what they wanted. And it, and, it, and we're going to look at further the, the change that happens to Saul and the time, type of king that the people prayed for. And Yah told them what they would could expect um, to happen. And how in all this reading, it was known ahead of time. Yah ordained that the way things would fall down, would come down. It would be in decency and in order. And there, um, and there would, would be um, a, a way to um, honor Yah in the um, the relating of a king, but remember there was a protest that Samuel gave to the people about this, and in that protest is, was the um, things that would be not good in having the king. But he gave to Saul the one he chose the equipment, the tools to be a good king. And so in my life, in your life, in those of us, that he said he would make us kings and priests to the nation, that we are given the um, anointing of being that, of being like Yeshua was in this life. And to do that, um, there's a ritual that we go through. And that was was one of them happened to scribe this um, weekend at Life Fest where where Ribe was ordained to to do the work Yah has called for him in this earth, and that means that all authority that's needed is given to um, describe in order to see what's done. And Father, we too. No, we have a part, and that you would reveal. We pray that part to us and reveal to us 
the tools we have and thank you for them and thank you for the the um armor of to battle in and with the tools of the weapons of our warfare which are not carnal help us understand that um we don't fight against flesh and blood and these people that um Paul, that Samuel, that all those before him are twisted by the enemy and that our job is to help them be out of the bondage of, that the enemy has and help them to have all the aspects of love operating in and through them and uh, and being vessels of honor um, help us to please you. For you created us for your pleasure, not for our own demise. And let us know you with the kind of knowing that a broom knows with his wife, that it's so close that we become one with you, Father, with you, Yahweh, with you, Ruach, and with you, our Messiah. And so we are able to go out and take the country and possess the land that you put before us. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. I'm sorry. Wow. Now I'm getting the other way. Thank you for that, Yami. Appreciate it. Excellent teaching. Um, well, we are gonna that have... means I'm young. <laughs> yes, it does. My soul sings, my soul 
if she would come forward with the praise prayers decrees and declares along with her Ephesians 6 reading for the day hallelujah hallelujah praise Adonai can you hear me yes I can okay good morning to you and to everyone I am um, I'm glad for our morning as we can put our armor on as we look each day and and um I thought that was a good teaching from Nami this morning and I I was busy at the moment I was not able to take notes but I'm 
glad that Yami is growing in her teaching as well. And I'm always excited to to learn new things from our elders. And it's always good to see the um, Yami pastures and anoints people to teach and as well as our brother scribe, the Shariac scribe as he is going to go to new places where Yahweh takes them in his ordination. And we give Yahweh thanks for for all that he's doing and all that he's going to do. So children, obey your parents and Yahweh for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment of the promise. Then it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger but nurture them in the discipline and teaching of our master. Slaves, obey your masters, according to flesh with reverence and trembling and singleness of your hearts, as to Messiah. Not with eye service as hypocrites, but as... Where was I? Sorry, I have a little one moving my books around with her feet. Um, I just lost where I was. Now thy service as hypocrites, but as slaves of Messiah during the will of our master from the heart. Serving as slaves with goodwill to our master and not as to men. Each one knowing that whatever good thing he does, this he shall receive from the master, whether he is a slave or a free man. And masters do the same things toward them, forgiving their faults, knowing that the master of you and of them is in heaven, and there is no respecter of persons with them. For the rest, my brothers, be made powerful in our master and in the might of his strength. Put on all the armor of Yahweh for you to be able to stand against the strategies of the devil. For our conflict is not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and with those in authority and with the possessors of this dark world and with the evil spirits that are beneath heaven. Because of this, take up all of the whole armor of Elohim that you may be able to resist the evil one and being prepared, you shall prevail. Then stand firm having girded your loins about with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and defend your feet with the preparation of the good news of peace. Above all, taking up the shield of faith, which you'll be able to quench all the flaming darts of the evil one. Also put on the helmet of salvation and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of Yahweh. Through all prayer and petition, praying at all times in the Iraq and watching to the same thing with all perseverance and petition concerning all the saints. Pray also for me, that to me may be given in speech in the opening of my mouth, with boldness to make known the mystery of the good news, for which I am an ambassador in a chain, that in it I may speak boldly as it is right for me to speak, but that you also may know the things about me, what I am doing. Take us, the beloved brother and faithful minister and our master, will make known all things to you, whom I sent to you for the same thing, that you might know the things about us, that he may comfort your hearts. Peace to the brothers in love with faith from Yahweh, the Father and Master Yeshua Messiah. Grace be with all those that love our Master Yeshua Messiah without corruption. Amen. So this morning I just mean to clear Yahweh's shalom and his protection. As we just read the armor and I decree the clarity the issue is taking the wheel. I just going to clear for Yahweh to 
keep us in the in the cod and to for his timing as we are as he's structuring and building on life on a firm foundation and to can declare his Yahweh's love over all of our nations and his fruits and I can declare from salvation. I can declare that the Malachim are coming as they are doing the work on our earth as they come down from heaven. Yeah, we appointed them to be where they need to be. And the king of clears like Sandy are the overseers of the ministry and for uh, Scott and Kim and for Yami and Jim and our other brothers and sisters who make the spike in and um, our brother Daniel Cotton and our Web 2.0 and, our, and everyone else that we that we know in our in our ministries or in our walk that you yeah, keep them safe and we, I declare Psalm 91 over them and also I'm not quite sure what happened but I heard that Daniel was in a car accident so I, de- I declare that Whatever happened, Yahweh yeah, has his hand upon it, and he is. If he have, if he endured any injuries, I just pray that he's healed from them and issue his name. And any damage or anything done, that the insurance will will help him in that situation and issue his name. I pray for him, and as well as, as well as all of us on the line that are driving today, that Yahweh yeah, keeps us safe and in his fullness, and that keeps the car. And other cars on the road safe. Hallelujah. And they clean the clear for our Faith Favor Farms and the other um, places where Rock of Tanya are going that you send the right workers along with them. And they clean the clear for cleansing and healing, Yahweh, that you're helping us through each day that we, that you are breaking through our the areas in our life that need to be broken through to keep walking in your fullness. And I just need to clear that our, our skin is not affected from the camping and the bug bites that we are we are made whole and nothing can deter us from um, having issues. And I just need to clear for those out there with, that are still in the Pits of alcohol or drug addiction, Yahweh, that you can help them and uproot that that evil um, spirit, that evil addiction, and to kind of clear that less steps are in, in our, our world because there's too many out there. And we pray for them to come to turn from their wicked ways, from to know you, Yahweh. And I pray for the white workers to be sent forth that you call out to help those in need and as well as the resources for the truck for the drug rehab places and to open up doors of the opportunities of new yearly places for them too for people to get sober and I pray for the um, men and women in uniform that are strategizing to get the dope dealers off the streets and we thank you for those who are called to do that work, and as well as from outside of different countries, from the resources we're starting. I pray that Yahweh yeah, reveals those 
to the light workers to get them caught for doing the demonic work out there and for any dope dealers and anyone that is in that field that they can repent and learn to turn from their ways and they can come to know that it's not their way of life. And for those who don't have a reason to change from it, I pray for them to be convicted and judged rightly in your in their court. And I pray for the them to find their way out in Yeshua's name. That you will help them get out of that no matter which direction you want to take them, Yahweh, just take them to the places where you where they deserve the right the right judgment. And I pray for those who are in health care system, the doctors, the pharmacia aspect of it all, as well as the transgender body modifiers and plastic surgeons that are doing things that are unyali. I pray for those to be under your hand, Yahweh, in the covenant that you can help the doctors that know you to turn to you more more closer and for our health care workers and nurses. And I pray for anyone that's, that's not practice, practicing the right way or that is practicing anyali or that's not um, doing the right type of work and that's in it for the wrong reasons. I pray you uproot them in Yeshua's name. As well as our government officials because there's a lot of people in this government that we know where they stand and you do too, Yahweh. And I pray for the as they are being pray for them as they are being revealed to the truth and that you can I pray for them to be uprooted. The un, the ones that are not fearing you, Yahweh. For order in our office in our different offices, in our different states, in the state capitol buildings, the um, politics. I don't even know where to begin. I can't think of it. But anyways, the um, governors, you know where the the people stand that are overseeing our cities and our our states and our countries, Yahweh. So I pray that you have your way in those situations. And I thank you for our X39 and David Schmidt as well as our Young Trivity, Doc Wallach and as we're learning about our new new health products is um, Isante and that is Michael. I thank you for the, for the creators of those wonderful products and this um, technology that you helped them put forth into it. So I pray for the people on each team to grow and to make it to where you want us to to get to so we can learn and, and lean on one another as we have our elders as teachers to teach us to grow in the right direction and that we can have favor over the businesses as we prosper to share it with others that need it and that others that do need the products will listen with an open ears as they can benefit from them. And I pray for all of the things coming to alignment, Yahweh, for all things that are in our in our lives as well as others on the line lining us up as you're lining us up in your word and you're bringing us out of wilderness into your promised land that you brought 
us out of the wilderness. Hallelujah. And I decree and declare for people out there in the world to come out of Egypt. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins. And thank you for your cleansing us from our fleshy past desires. And you're keeping us in the um, right direction. And I, and I, um, I'm getting hot, sorry. I am thankful for your fruits. And I decree and declare your fruits over us. Love, kindness, joy, shalom, faith, patience, goodness, meekness, and self-control. We pray for salvation. As I already did say, I pray for salvation. And your love and deliverance over everyone. And as well as our prison ministers and love ministry that is overseeing those men and women in our prison system, that you just keep them in a cod. With Steve Shifley and others and the people that are called to go into the prison to teach your word and as well as for my, my family and my children if you declare your protection over them and your love and those who are Eva's caretakers I should be going back to see them soon with Shepa and Nayla and Kumar and then her, her dad Gary and as you're helping those Yahweh to come out of sex slavery and sex trafficking the clean and clear that you take them and help them get rescued from that as you're sending out the right workers and there's a deception behind it that you are in a good place with where you're uprooting those bad men and women that are in that business I pray for the protection upon the young children the young kids that they are trying to target and I pray for the world pilots out here Yahweh that there's a lot of shootings a lot of evil thoughts in the world that people are doing things they shouldn't be doing and I feel clear that you are purifying us and keeping us faithful in our walk and I think and I am Yahweh's daughter I'm bold I'm loved I'm a doer I'm an overcomer I am Katad. I am um faithful and I am righteous. I'm able to do all things through the Messiah who strengthens who strengthens me. And I'm a mother who is great and I'm getting greater. I'm a his beloved. I'm a warrior. I'm a champion. I'm successful and I'm a good person. I am a truth teller and I'm well seasoned that Yahweh's met together. And I'm a good daughter. I'm Yah's vessel and I'm a fine I'm brought, I'm bought and purchased by the blood of the Lamb. I'm well sensed in Yah that He gives me His senses that He wants me to use wisely. I am a learner and student for Yahweh's Word. I'm a seer. I am being restored in my mental health as well as my physical health. I am a seer and hearer for what Yahweh has and as well as in His Word. And I am in awe of Yahweh, and I am worthy, and I am walk- and I am a walking and living testimony. I am obedient, and I pray on my trust in you, Yahweh, as I am fruitful and joyful. And I'm thankful for my legacy for Yahweh, for His living word. I'm thankful for the world that we living we are living on for life in this in the process. Thankful for our brethren. I'm thankful for the sunshine in the morning and the the dew in the grass. 
thankful for all seasons. That Yahweh can make all seasons unique. Thankful for our Elohim and for our shrubs. I'm thankful that Yahweh's doing more each day for each of us. Thankful for our children and for salvation. Thankful for animals and thankful for coming to this house last night and there's a lot of um lovely animals here. The dogs had a they have a lot to say. So hallelujah for fur babies. And sometimes they talk but I can't understand exactly what they're saying. So thankful that Yahweh yeah, has them where where he has them. That he's keeping them in the right direction as animals are also are can be therapy, they can be our best friends as our loved ones. And I just can declare that and I'm thankful for salvation. You already said that. And for health. Hallelujah. I'll pass with that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Is there anybody else on the line that would like to praise, prayer, decree, and declare their way into or through their day today?
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Shellac Scribe is back, and we're wondering if anybody else would like to say good morning and fill us in on their praise, prayers, decrees, and declares. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know where you're at, what we can do to help, what, how we can uh, make things better, if that is the need for the day. Otherwise, we're going to jump to our 27 minutes of meditation. So line is open. So anybody else out there that wants to say good morning? I unmuted Jennifer in case she wants to share anything this morning. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. I don't How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, actually, not really. I've been sick for the past couple of days. Oh, no. What's going on? I don't know. It was like a, a two-day virus or something. I'm coughing up congestion and sinuses are hurting. Ridiculous. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. No, it isn't. I still work for it. Well, the human body is an amazing thing, and we know that Yah has got all the qualities and all the skills of of a great physician. So you will be all right this especially if you stay on your YGY and your life wave and all the other stuff you got going on. I, so. I noticed that as well. The moment I put my patches on, I was still I, I still felt bad, but I didn't feel as bad as I usually do. Well, hallelujah for that. Mm-hmm. So, big plans for the day. Just get to work. Just get to work. Well, <laughs> sometimes that's all that's and necessary. I, I, right? And I'm going and, I, and I'm going to the gym to work out right now while I'm listening to my mental Well, awesome, fantastic. Sounds like you've got it going on. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Well, good. Well, hallelujah. Abiyah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for Jennifer, for Yami, for Marissa, for Rock, for Sand, for Eva. Thank you for Jerry. We thank you for all those that you've brought into our lives that have made our lives better. Abba, we thank you for them sharing their mornings with us in the Ruach. So, yeah, we just ask that for continued direction on how to better serve within the Mishpaka and to serve outside of it, yeah, so that we can increase the family of Yah, so that we can increase your reach into this lost and dying world. 
It's your reputation that makes the miracles happen. So, Abba, as we jump into this 27 minutes of meditation, we just pray for an overflowing anointing, for a breaker anointing, yeah, that causes fear to flee, that causes doubt to flee, that just strengthens and encourages each of us so that we know what has to be done without, without doubt and without allowance of any negativity. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Yamin. I think that
The very name Yahweh was an acknowledgement of the breath, the source, the sustenance of God, the Yah. The here, the now, the I am, right in this moment. I just feel like we're tucking ourselves into that reality this morning. We're tucking ourselves into the reality of every unconscious breath. It's about to become conscious. We're we're becoming aware. So we're just going to sing his name. We're just going to sing that name of God just a couple more times. Just see yourself tucking yourself into the breath that sustains you. Sustains every living thing.
Hallelujah. <coughs> Hallelujah. By the blood and authority of Yeshua Mashiach, Yahusha. I praise you today for this powerful, powerful time of praise. I'm lifting up the name, the only name under Shemaim, whereby we are saved. The name of Yah. Yah equals I am. He is self-existent. He was before there was time. And he will always and forever be. This is my name forever and how I will be remembered. Exodus 3, 13 through 15 in the text, ancient, the originals. We don't want to copy no carbon copies here. No, 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 no. We go to the original, and we say, what did it say? And whatever it said, that's what it said. And we take him for his word, because he gave us his word on it. Hallelujah. Praise be to the great Yav Shamayim here on Love Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio. I'm Rev Rock, and I'm a Yajay for Yahweh. Hallelujah. <clears throat> A little bit froggy here this morning on the throat action. I guess I did a little bit more yelling at the skillet concert than what I realized. So uh, I got a lot of speaking I got to do this week, so I'm going to lay low here today, and I'm just going to let our new licensed and ordained minister of love, minister of Ahaba, Shaliach, Scott, Scribe, Pratt, pound in a powerful close to a great morning. So we could start our day with Yahweh. Start our day with Yahweh. And if you start your day with him each day, you give him the honor and the praise that's due, you can't lose. You are you are starting it the right way. That's the right way in Yahweh. It just has to be the way to start a day. Once you get into that and you start doing that, you find that all other days fall short compared to that kind of start when you try to do it another way, your way, lazy way. It was even reported on Fox News last night as we were heading here that America has become lazy. You know, we were always known for being the conies, not the sluggards here in the United States. We were known for being the hard workers, the go-getters, the doers, the entrepreneurs, the ones that made it happen. And now because we've allowed sin into this world like never before, that lazy demon is attacking more and more. And it's a sad, sad story. Let's change that, at least for those of us who love love, who love Yah. Let us be diligent. Let us be prudent. Let us decree and declare that we will be the conies. We will be the go-getters. We will make it happen. We will make an impact. My original mission statement 
40 years ago, I wanted to make an impact on the lives of others. Set your goals today. Set your mission today. And let it not be a lame one, okay? Have a higher call before you fall. And you'll probably find yourself not falling. Praise Yah. We need to get everything we can from Abba Yah. So reach out and touch the Zitzitz today. We're going to have Zitzitz available. You'll be able to call me and have Zitzitz sent to you at 866-777-YAHWEH. That's 866-777-YHWH, and you can order your Zitzitz today. And you're going to be on pre-order because we got a lot of them to make. We got a lot of work ahead of us. It's going to be Marissa's job. It's the way she's going to serve is she's going to put together the Zitzitz. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be fun tying up those strings, making them look all super, super cool as the greatest jewelry that hangs on the four corners of the clothing. Of course, you can go ahead and get your HRB. That's the Hebraic Roots Bible by Don Esposito in the transliteration translation. Uh, from Yisrael, taking out all those bad names and putting in the real name, correcting over a thousand doctrinal errors, you can go to HebrewBible.co. That's H-E-B-R-E-W-B-I-B-L-E dot C-O. HebrewBible.co will get you an HRB from Love, Inc. We would love to have your orders. we got some people that are taking cases at a time and distributing them all over in Mexico and California. So let's pray for CAFA right now. Peter, my friend who I've been ministering to consistently now for, I think, about three, four years, we want to spread the truth. We want to spread the good news truth unto the nations, the truth that Yeshua HaMashiach, the real name given by his Shamaim Abba is heavenly, heavenlies, <laughs> Father. Yes, he gave him a name after his own heart. He named him after himself. His name is Yah. So Yahweh named his son Yahshua. So the Yah that's in his name, he put in the name of his only begotten son. I am salvation. Yahshua. Yah, salvation. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. This is a great day. This is a great week. <clears throat> I'm already projecting that Yah is going to increase us. He's going to increase our territories. He's going to increase everything. He's going to pour out so much upon us that we will it'll be beyond anything we can ever think, ask, or even hope for. Oh, hallelujah. I decree it. I declare it. I receive it. So Abiyah, just pour it in right now to overflowing. Rest down, shaking together into Scott Scribe Pratt. As people give to give that Yahweh dot love, that's G I V E dot Y H W H dot L O V E. As you are giving, 
realize when you're pouring it in, you're pouring it in because you believe that this is good soil. Scott Scribe Pratt is good soil. And he is going to take whatever you give and make sure as a good steward that it goes to the places that Yah wants it to go, which is going to be to help people. At the end of the day, it's always going to be the same for us. It's going to make an impact. That offering you give, whether you throw us 100 a month, 200 a month, 300 a month, 500 a month, 1,000 a month, thousands a month, ten thousands a month, hundreds of thousands a month, whatever you want to throw. No, 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 no this, that it is going to make an impact. And that my proclamation 40 years ago of what I was going to be doing with my life has come to pass. Scott Scrap Pratt's Good Soil Pour into this man your prayers right now. Agree with me. Touch and agree. Touch your phone and say, this man is going to come out with an anointed message today. And my ears are ready to hear. My heart is good soil. I'm ready to receive it. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Shaliak Rock. The last few seconds, you sounded like you were speaking in a subway tunnel somewhere, but that's all right. We got the gist of it. We are going to go back to Proverbs 13. I think we actually finished the chapter last week before Life Fest, but I wanted to look at 13 through 25. It's a bit of a larger bite, but I think we can make it work. Um, Marissa, do you have your Kitvik Kodesh scriptures available to you? Yes, I do. All right. Fantastic. What about you, Yami? All right. In that case, Marissa, if you could take... I have Yami muted because she was oh. uh, she was talking in the background. All right, not a problem. Yami, um, Marissa, if I could get you to read 14 to 19, and then Yami, if you could read 20 to 25. 14, 19, where? <laughs> Proverbs 13. 13, 14, and 19. Proverbs 13, verses 13 to 19. For Marissa. Yami, if you could take 20 to 25, that would be great. All right, go ahead, Marissa. All right, so I'm going to get I apologize. I was, I'm was i here, but I was going to eat for something to eat. Proverbs, I'm just going to get to the chapter. So just give me one, one moment. Okay. 
13, 14 and 19. The Torah to the wise is a fountain of life to turn away from the snares of death. Good senses give grace, but the way of traitors is continual. Every prudent one deals with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. A wicked messenger falls in, into evil, but a faithful ambassador's healing, poverty, and shame shall be to him, refuses instruction, but he who keeps to correction shall be honored. The, the desire coming to pass is sweet to the soul, but to depart from evil is hateful to fools. Thank you, Marissa. Yami, are you ready? All right. Well, I'll fill. I'll finish it out. He who walks with the wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be broken. Evil pursues sinners, but the righteous shall be rewarded with good. A good man leaves an inheritance to his sons, sons, but the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. The till the ground of the poor yields much food. But without justice, it is swept away. He who holds back his rod hates his son, but he who loves him seeks him with correction. The righteous eats of the satisfying, I'm sorry, the righteous eats to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall lack. The reason I took such a big bite this morning is just reviewing this. Um, there is a, <laughs> ironically enough, a wealth of wisdom in these in these eleven verses. You could write a book using each one of these as a heading for an outline for a chapter. But when you look at all of them at once together as a message, we understand, and it needs to be understood, that the Torah that we have, the Ten Commandments, the Pentateuch, the, the books of the kings, the Torah, as it encompasses everything, okay, all the different variations of what the, you know, various scholars have broken up the, you know, the kings, the prophets, the minor prophets, you know, what have you. Okay, if we just consider that the Torah, and we can break it up as need be, not separating or taking anything away from it, but if we take the Torah, you know, in those smaller sections, we can understand it better. But we know ultimately that Torah, to those that are wise, is a fountain of life or is like a fountain of life or if you are absorbed by it enough if you allow it to wash through you on a regular enough basis those principles those realities those truths those corrections they will cleanse the soul they will cleanse the life connected to that soul 
they it will make that life right. It will extend that life. And yes, technically, because Torah is not, I mean, you can use the pronoun it in regards to the Torah, even though we know that the Torah is Yeshua himself, so it is personal to that extent. I don't want to get that far afield into this. Okay? The Torah, as we understand it, is the instructions for a wise life. To turn away from the snares of death. We can understand pretty easily what the snares of death is. If you ride down the expressway with your head hanging out the window at 70 miles an hour, sooner or later you're going to come in contact with something and it's not going to be good. There are other non-physical elements that come into play. Behaviors that are not wrong or that or that are wrong that are that are not correct that are not life advancing life enhancing we have to be aware of these things we know where they are they're in the torah yah is so good that he warns us about these things so we don't have to miss them on our own because we want to be stubborn and do it all by ourselves verse 15 good sense gives Kavod. Good sense gives favor. Good, if there's good sense, then there's obviously got to be bad sense or worthless sense. And no, this isn't talking about money. This is talking about thinking. We know for a fact that it's not wise to step off the curb when we see a greyhound come in our direction. We know for a fact that it's not good sense to engage in drinking or smoking or, you know, the use of drugs, things of this nature. It's not good sense to gossip. Because in that, trouble comes. We engage in poor sense. We are actually being a traitor to ourselves. We're actually committing acts of hatred against ourselves. One of the highlights that points that that stands out is probably Judas. Judas did not utilize good sense when he betrayed Yeshua HaMashiach. And that betrayal ultimately cost him his life. He killed himself. It's very, very hard once you, if you value life, let me put it. Let me put it this way: If you value your life at all, once you are on the way of being a traitor, once once you start going down that path, it's very very hard to get off. Because in order to get off that path, you have to eat crow. You have to confess your sins to whoever it was you were a traitor against. And if it was a government, if it was a king, if it was an, if it was your Elohim, whatever the situation, the results are probably not going to be to um, probably not going to be considered life extending. Let's put it that way. 
even in the United States, the penalty for a traitor is death. So a traitor is going to have to stay on that path of being traitorous. It's far easier to tell the truth than to uh, tell a lie and have to try to maintain it. Verse 16, every prudent one deals with knowledge. Well, if a person is prudent, even if they don't like what's going on in a governmental situation or whatever, they're going to have the good sense to keep his their, their mouth shut or their thoughts themselves until they're in a different situation where possibly a confidence like that can be discussed. Every prudent one deals with knowledge. The knowledge to adhere to and engage within a system or a pattern of expected behaviors is a sign of prudence. Prudence rewards. But a fool lays open his folly. A fool just throws it out there. I can't do this or or that. I don't want to do this or that. I like it the way it is. I don't want to change. Blah, 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 blah. All the nonsense that people spew on a regular basis because they don't want to, they don't want to dig deeper to find out what the benefits could be if a little bit of effort was applied. It's a hurdle I still keep tripping over from time to time in the past. I'm not anymore because I'm sick of it. I will engage with my businesses. I will engage with my businesses starting today after this call. And I'll be asking people point blank. Okay. Did I at some point in time steer you wrong? Is there something I did that causes you to distrust me that makes you think that as a certified holistic health coach, I would try to poison you? And I might just use language that strong. Because I want to put these people on a spot and say, hey, look, okay, why is it that besides my inability or my not inability, but my in the past, my apparent unwillingness to follow up, why is it when, you know, when I do call or when I do say, let's, you know, let's get this together, that nothing happens. You can't push Joe to a wall. You can't. You can't nail gel to a wall, you can't push a rope, and you can't make people do something they don't want to do. You've heard that from Rock for years if you've been affiliated with the ministry at all. The other thing that plays into this is the fact that we were all told you can't keep all your eggs in one basket. Why are you limiting yourself to one basket? Why are you limiting yourself to one chicken? Why are you listening yourself... Limiting yourself to one coop. Poverty and shame shall be to him who refuses instruction. If somebody gets in your face and shouts, buy another chicken, build another coop, sell the eggs, and you don't do it, then you've got every right to be impoverished and ashamed of what you didn't do. And just so we know that we're not just talking about chickens, I've got a book sitting here in front of me called The Four-Year Career that I have not read or finished yet. And I need to. And it's going to happen today. 
but he who keeps correction shall be honored. That is true on so many levels. I can't I can't think of an application where the last part of that verse isn't true. If you are called to correct something, whether it's in your spiritual walk or a um, or a business a business engagement um, or a job, if it's if it's a nut holding a tire on a semi truck that is looser than it should be you will get far more praise, you will get far more honor by going over there and cranking that thing down two more times with a torque wrench than letting that thing fly off and cause an accident at 70 miles an hour going down the highway and ruining an 80,000-pound vehicle and whatever cargo might be in that trailer. It's just that simple. We can't refuse instruction and expect wealth and success to come to us. Yah wants to honor us. He wants us honored because it brings him honor. The desire coming to pass is sweet to the soul. Press in. Do what's good for the soul. Do what's good for your soul. Teach others to do what's good for their soul. Do it in one mind. Do it unified. Do it in agreement. Do it to the same end. Make friends with it. Become become close to the desire of somebody else because you know that once those, you know, if you if you help somebody succeed, if you help somebody come out of a problem, they're more than likely, hopefully, not going to push you away, and you will be able to enjoy what that did for your soul as well as what it did for their soul because their soul is not going to want to depart from you. They're going to want to, they're going to, want to remain a part of you but to depart from evil is hateful to fools fools like evil fools don't want to be corrected fools would prefer to go on blindly jumping over fences that are supposed to be boundaries Fools want to continue to engage in behaviors and attitudes that are harmful to them because they come up with some silly model like YOLO, you only live once. Or life is short, party it up, whatever. Now, life isn't short, we know this. We live forever maybe not on this plane, but from what I understand, the one coming is far better than this one. Verse 20, he who walks with the wise shall be wise. So I'm going to assume that on the second part of this verse, 
that there's strength to be gathered by being wise and walking with the wise. He who walks with the wise shall be wise, shall be strengthened, shall be shored up, shall be encouraged, shall have somebody to lean on, but a companion of fools shall be broken. Let's just use the obvious out there. Scripture tells us not to not to engage in strong drink, not to be a drunkard. Um, if you're a drunkard, most of your companions are probably drunkards too. And if you haven't done it, I don't suggest or encourage doing it. But if you try walking down the street arm in arm supporting three or four other drunks on your way to another bar or to another party or to back to the ship or whatever the situation, um, it doesn't always go real well. You're walking down the street, there's things like street signs that get in the way. And somebody's going to clip that thing. That bond is going to be broken because inhibitions are gone. Thinking is not straight. Reason is completely out of the picture. Yeah, you might laugh at the moment. You might laugh at the moment. But when you have to wake up the next morning, you're going to pay for it all over again. Verse 21 says, evil pursues sinners. Well, there again, you might not have to consider a street sign evil, but, yeah, if you take it to the next level, you're walking down the street, like that entire group could get hit by a car or a bus or something like that. You could get busted for drunk in public, whatever. Okay, and again, I'm using modern pictures that we understand, okay, as opposed to just the abstract word sinners, okay? Not everybody wants to agree with the same definition of what a sinner is. And that's on them. They have to come to that understanding themselves. They have to understand that you know, lying, deceiving, sleeping around, sleeping with somebody else's wife, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Bad thoughts, evil, corrupt communications. It's all sin in Yah's eyes. Yah really doesn't care how the world defines sin or sinner. He says, fix it because the righteous shall be rewarded with good. 21 says, evil pursues sinners, but the righteous shall be rewarded with good. So, you know, the, either way, the righteous shall be rewarded with good for proper behavior, for maintenance of proper attitudes, for proper perspectives and efforts going into a, going into a matter. A good man leaves an inheritance to his sons, all right, great, fantastic. Dad went out and did some work. Mom went out and did some work. They pulled their money, and now their children's children are going to benefit. They became powerful men and women in the community, in the country, wherever they are. Does not mean they were corrupt. You don't have to be corrupt to get wealthy. 
You can have you can have power and authority and still be and still maintain your righteousness and still leave a sizable inheritance to your sons. Sons. What you need to watch out for is the government. Because they'll steal it from you if they can. But the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. There again, is if this isn't talking about organized crime, there's enough ways out there for sinners to engage to get wealth. And Yah already promises it's going to be laid up for the just. Does that mean that those that have used the word of Yah to their own ends, for their own benefit, does that mean that wealth is going to be laid up for, uh, for the just? It could be. All I would be concerned with here is, again, understanding how Yahweh defines the just and making sure I do everything I can to fit that bill. The till the ground of the poor yields much food. So here again, we even, even in this, we see the poor owning ground. We see the, the poor engaging in agriculture. However much seed they could purchase and sow, they did because they understood the value of work. They understood that without a willingness to till the ground and put seed in, they aren't going to get anything. But without justice, if a less righteous neighbor wants the land that the poor is growing on, whatever the situation, and comes and takes it away, Where's the justice? Where's the fairness? Where's the equity? Where is that which Yah calls out for? I will hear the I will hear the poor and I'll defend them. And it's one thing if the if you know it's swept away by rain or something like that. That's one thing. But when humanity comes in, when a person comes in and transgresses so severely against their neighbor that they have nothing left. We shouldn't be surprised that Yah hears from Shamayim and takes action to correct it. Verse 24, he who holds back his rod hates his son, but he who loves him seeks him with correction. There's a footnote here and a bunch of verses to follow. I will not be going through all the verses. It says, the correction of a child is showing love. Correction to a child is showing love, teaching them discipline, but the parent does not take the time to correct the child. But the parent that does not take the time to correct his child is not showing love. Now, this is not suggesting, Solomon is not suggesting have a two-inch sanded dowel handy around every door, you know, around every doorway to smack your kid with if they get even get the least little bit out of line. That is not what this is saying. Maybe if that's necessary in extreme circumstances, a switch, a flexible branch applied to the seat of understanding is necessary. But what I think 
Solomon is getting at here is when fathers move to to you know move herds to a different area or something like that, and they start their, they started their kids young, four, five, six years old, even back then. Child labor was a real thing, and they didn't have laws. The law was mom and dad, and dad probably had a stick that he walked with because dad has been correcting and guiding and moving sheep for years long before this child came onto the scene. So dad or mom would use this rod, this stick, to change the direction of the child. Because as great a loss as it would be for a lamb to be lost, how much more so a son or a daughter? He who holds back his rod hates his son. But he who loves him seeks him with correction. We've all been in situations like that before. Granted, mom and dad might not have had a rod or a shepherd's crook. But it's like, hey, where are you? What are you doing? Now, as we got older, it was be back before the streetlights came on. There are different ways of doing it. But there are lessons behind it and Torah and instructions that need to be adhered to so that the son does not grow up to be an irresponsible burden to the family or to society. Correction needs to be needs to take place, and whether whether it's preferred or not, it needs to be, it needs to take place. It has to happen. Otherwise, it's an you know. Otherwise, where's the love? Verse twenty-five. As we wrap up. The righteous eats to the satisfying of his soul. But the belly of the wicked shall lack. Now, as we we look at this, um, the righteous, it can easily be assumed that the righteous was engaging with Torah and the instructions on both Ruachal matters and matters of business and things of this and the understandings of you know the confessions of earning and making and making a living and having a way of life and quality of life that Solomon goes into here throughout Proverbs he's talking about quality of life yes he's talking about Ruachal maturity he's talking about business he's talking about human human interactions he's talking about all three of the love relationships that we've got to deal with. He talks about the vertical with Yah. He talks about the internal, how we interrelate to ourselves. Because after reading Solomon, if we can't understand, if we don't yet understand that we can't pursue evil in our own hearts and still consider ourselves love ourselves as Yahweh loved us. We've got some other stuff going on there. We've got to, we've got to deal with that. So that that internal walk is correct. But then here we got 
the righteous eats to the satisfying of his soul. So the righteous has already done enough where he's reaped the profit, he's reaped the benefit in making a livelihood for himself and his family and to be a benefit to his neighbor so that there's enough to share. But the belly of the wicked, the one that hasn't engaged in the principles of application, the one that hasn't understood that being a traitor is wrong, the one that for whatever reason can't or won't receive the instruction that aids in the putting away of shame and poverty, that person is going to lack. That person is going to be considered wicked because now he is to the point, he or she is to the point where they are going to try to apply any efforts they can, whatever it happens to be, to get what they need. If it means breaking personal liberties of someone else, if it means breaking into something else. The person being spoken of in the last half of this verse obviously is trying to get what the righteous is eating, what has satisfied the soul of the righteous, so that his own belly can be full instead of going out and applying the principles of Torah, him or herself, to reap in a righteous manner, to reap in a way that puts you in the right column with Yahweh, as we discussed in Malachi last night, Malachi 3.8, where it says, there's going to be a book written, a book of remembrance, which side you want to be on. You want to be considered righteous as one who gave or wicked as one who didn't. Yahweh does not skip a beat here as he continues to tell his story, all right, as he, as he continues to, to instruct us, not just a story, as he lays out the missteps of humanity that went before us. We should appreciate these writings because there are mistakes that are discussed here that we don't have to make ourselves if we're wise enough to see it as that. If we're not wise enough to see it in that light, then, we, then we're asking for all the hardship that we get. It really is just that simple. Hallelujah. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you for your passion for us. We thank you for the fact that you have set the example in every possible way, in anything we will have to deal with in this world. You have shown it to be successful, and you have written it out to help us to be successful in it in a manner that pleases you so that it draws us closer to you, so that when we do, when our time on this earth is done, we can 
humbly step before you into that new kingdom and you can, in all surety, embrace us and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Abba, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the hearts and minds of those on the line. We just ask that this word carry a baruchatah through the airwaves to whoever hears it, that it be understood, that it be received, and that a desire be birthed in them to know you better and to go deeper in you. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Amen.
Noel, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. With that, we are going to ask Shalaya Yami to pray us to a close for this morning's praise, prayer, decree, and declare. Yami, bring the rain. Rain down some fire on those in the studio this morning so that they can walk out with a fresh anointing, so that they can walk out with a fresh unction, knowing that they can walk confidently in the knowledge that they have of their purpose, of their Elohim, of the diminutive nature of the adversary. That he is an ant, he's a speck, he's less than a snake. Just pray it in. If you would. Hallelujah. Yami, can you find mute for me, please? Well, hallelujah. I'll be in the name of Yeshua. We just thank you for today. We thank you for the fact that we know that when we get up, that you are already up, that you're here waiting for us. We are instructed to seek you early. We are instructed to seek you and relate to you throughout the day. We are instructed to maintain a conscious contact through continuous prayer. Abba, we ask for help in doing that today and every day from here forward. Knowing that you are faithful and just to hear us and to give us the desires of our heart. So, Abba, in the name of Yeshua, let us not forget you today. Let us not remove ourselves far from you today. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. In Yamin.